Hey guys, it's Rob and Sarah Betts, and we are getting on here today because for a while now we've kind of had it on our hearts to share some things with you, our friends, from the Word of God mm -hmm. about subjects that we have seen in the Word of God that over the years God has used those things to help us. Right. Uh, help us to raise our children, help us to uh, keep our marriage strong, mm -hmm. help, help us to keep relationships with other people strong. And so uh, we may do a few of these videos, we may do it on different topics, but we're gonna start with the subject of love, uh, something that we've studied and taught on for a number of years, and we have seen the fruit of walking in love right. uh, benefiting our family. Absolutely. Um, things that we, you know, have taught our children and, and worked through with them and one another um, that we would, we, we hope that they help you. You know, we've applied the word to our lives and we have seen fruit. We have seen it work in our lives and, and that's our hope for you as well as you watch this. So um, you can grab your Bible, you know, take notes. Um, you can push pause and, you know, go get your Bible if you want to join along with us. Grab your um, tea. Grab your tea like us. I think we're having some Earl Grey today. Um, so uh, we just want to um, talk about love and um, hope that this is uh, beneficial to you. Absolutely. Could you pray for us sure. when we start? Sure. Father, we love you. We thank, thank you, you that you um, have shed the love of God abroad on the inside of us, that we can love like you love. We thank you, Father, that you show us in the Word today. Give us more revelation of how much you love us and how important it is for us to love others. And we just thank you today for everybody watching that you'll touch their hearts and change their lives as you have ours. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, so we want to begin in 1 John 4. Uh, I think this passage of Scripture really gives us some insight into understanding the importance of love and how that, uh, how that affects our relationships. In 1 John 4, beginning with verse 7, I'll read that in my Bible, and then you can read it in, okay. in the Amplified Version right. as well. It's 1 John 4, beginning with verse 7. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. He that loves not knoweth not God, for God is love. And the Amplified says, Beloved, let us unselfishly love and seek the best for one another. For love is from God, and everyone who loves others is born of God and knows God through personal experience. The one who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not and never did know Him. For God is love. He is the originator of love, and it is an enduring attribute of His nature. So I love that it says become acquainted with God. So in other words, you can get to know God better. Right, and that's the, the thing about this, this passage that always stuck out to me is it, say, it delineates between being born of God mm -hmm. and knowing God because evidently you can be born of God, you can be born again and not really know God. And some, sometimes we might have a misunderstanding of that, but if we, if we put that in a practical application, it's a lot like uh, a dating and a marriage relationship. Right. Uh, when Sarah and I first started dating, uh, I, I was 15. And you were 17. I was 17. We yeah. really didn't know anything. Right. But we thought we did. <laughs> we thought we did. We thought we did. And uh, we started dating, and you think you know somebody. You hang out with them some. 
you'd find that you have some similar interests. And let's face it, you think that they're cute, right? right? Yeah, That's absolutely. The main thing. That was actually the next thing I was going to say. That That's and you the main think thing. She's cute, right? So. And so sometimes getting to know the person's way down the line once you see the stars in your eyes, you right. know. But now we've been married for 25 years. Yeah. I know so you a little bit better now. Exactly. And the more you know somebody or the more you're with someone, spend time with them, uh, interacting with them in relationship, the more you will have knowledge of them. Right. Uh, like when babies are born, uh, they say a baby can hear its parents' voice from the womb. Uh, then they also say one of the first things they recognize after birth is they, they recognize the smell when, they're, when their mother or father comes in a the room, they know their voice, but they don't really know what you like, what your interests are, they don't know your favorite movie, they don't know your favorite foods, things like that. They have some knowledge, but they can gain a greater knowledge. Right. And in this scripture, the Bible tells us it's the same way with God, right. that uh, if you're born of God, and uh, you, you don't love, then you really don't know God. If you're not walking in love, mm -hmm. it gives you an indicator that uh, if someone's not walking in love, and that I think that helps us too to understand why uh, if you've ever been hurt in a relationship with a friend, uh, like a, a Christian friend or somebody you go to church with, and you think, well, that wasn't very Christian of them, a lack of knowledge of love will oftentimes... Uh, being void in a relationship will affect that relationship and people won't do things in the same way that they would if they if they had that knowledge about walking in love and God's love towards them. So right. it's it's about developing in that knowledge of uh, the love of God that helps us to grow relationally. Right. And, you know, this scripture says God is love. He's the definition right. of love. And if we are Christian, as Christians are, to be one like Christ, you know, one like the anointed one, then shouldn't we be the love experts? If God is love and we're to be like that, then we ought to know what love is. I recently taught on this subject at, at our church and I said that we should never let the world try to tell us what love looks like. When, when we do something because uh, of our belief system, we act a certain way or we're, you know, and someone tells us that it's wrong because we're not walking in love. If you don't know God, you don't really get to tell believers what love looks like. The way to find out what love looks looks like is from the, the, word. Word, of, the word of God. Absolutely. Uh, there's a, a scripture, John chapter 14, or John chapter 13, rather, uh, verse 34 and 35, and, and I know you'll recognize this. But Jesus specifically said that we're commanded to love. Right. Uh, it says in John 13, 34, it says, A new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. And then notice this verse 35, he says, By this shall all men know that you're my disciples, if you have love one to another. Right. And that makes sense. You know, we just read that God is love. So if we are to be like him and to be love experts, this verse tells us that others will know that we're right. disciples if the love of God is in us and we're showing the love of God to others. Right. And the fact that Jesus said that it's a command means that it's not an optional part of right. our walk. If the Lord commanded us to do it, I think it's vital that we understand it. Right. That we, we should. And the good news is, and we'll see this today, that... 
we're not without understanding of how to be able to do it. We've got access to the knowledge that we need. But the first thing that we need to realize is that we've been commanded to do it. Right. Jesus said that it is the the indicator, uh, not uh, not prophecies and not miracles and not all of those things that you mm-hmm. will see in the Word that uh, that you might see in the lives of believers that are, that are operating. Those it's are great. The lo- yeah, they're, but they're the all love. great. But it's the love that is the indicator of whether or not we are disciples. Which reminds me of the verse, it's the goodness of God that draws men to repentance. Right, right. It's His love right. or how He... And that's if you're... If you think about that, people talk about sometimes they're like, well, you know, I, I got born again because I didn't want to go to hell or something mm-hmm. like that. But really, uh, the, the honest answer to that is someone loved me enough that they wanted me to escape any type of punishment right. because of sin in this world and in the lives of people that he made a way. And because he made a way, it ministers so much to our heart that you can't help but want to serve someone who loves you that much. That's right. Absolutely. Well, uh, so if we're commanded to love, I don't believe God would ever command us to do something that we're not capable of doing. Absolutely. Yeah, the good news is we have been equipped to love. Right. You know, when um, the Holy Spirit, it says, has been poured out in our heart. Yeah, that's Romans 5. Romans 5. 5. Uh, Let's go there real quick and we'll read that. Romans, the fifth chapter, verse 5. It says, And hope makes not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who is given to us. Absolutely. Let me read that in the Amplified. Such hope in God's promises never disappoints us, because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given us. So we're not without help. We have the helper, that's his name, that uh, rests inside of us, abides in us to help us to love. And that means then when you look at um, John uh, in 1 John 4 where it says, let us love one another for love is of God. He that loves not does not know God. Evidently, we're able to know mm-hmm. God in a greater way, and love will be the indicator. You move over to John chapter 13, and Jesus says, A new command I give you, that you love. So we're seeing this pattern that love has to be the response of the believer, but you say, you know, maybe somebody hurt me, maybe somebody, uh, the way they, they treated me or what they did to me keeps me from being able to love them, but that's not accurate. The Bible right. says that we are commanded to do it and that it's the indicator whether or not we've been, whether or not we know God, once we've been born of God. But then Romans 5, 5 tells us that the love of God has been poured or shed abroad mm-hmm. into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Yes. So God commanded us to do it. He said it is uh, the thing that shows whether or not we really know God is love. Right. And he gave us the ability to do it because he poured that love on the inside of us. And not only did he give us the Holy Spirit and his very love, but he also gave us his word, which is alive, and it tells us how to love. And so we're going to look at 1 Corinthians 13, which a lot of people call the love chapter. And you want to read it from yours? Or? Sure, okay. absolutely. And um, 
you know, it's interesting you had mentioned, um, you know, the working of miracles and gifts of prophecy. Those things are great. But if they're not done in love, then, you know, this says um, if you um, have the gift of prophecy and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all mysteries and possess all knowledge, if I have all sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains but do not have love reaching out to others, I am nothing. If I give all my possessions to feed the poor, if I surrender my body to be burned but do not have love, it does me no good at all. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful. It's not jealous or envious. Love does not brag. It's not proud or arrogant. It's not rude. It's not self-seeking. It's not provoked or overly sensitive. That's a tricky one. It's not easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each one, and hopes all things remaining steadfast during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. Love never fails. And that, I think, is key, that of all the things that the Scripture tells us there, the Apostle Paul says it never fails, right. meaning that it is the way to victory in right. whatever situation we're facing. I think sometimes... Over the years, I know that there have been people in relationships that have said, well, I just, uh, I don't love them like I once did. I fell out of love with my spouse or this, you know. Or they don't love me. You know, the, the, it, you know it doesn't feel that right. way and to all, me anymore. All of that is based on a feeling. that, And that feelings are lousy indicators of truth because they change so quickly. Right. You may not feel like doing something today or you may not feel like somebody loves you or feel like loving them, but your your love, the God kind of love, the world's love says it's about how you make me feel. Right. And the problem with that is if we're going by how it makes us feel and I don't feel very loved today, that will immediately allow strife to come in to a relationship because you're not fulfilling a uh, that that feeling or that area of my life, and that's a difficult thing for you to to try to do to always try to keep up with somebody's feelings. But what if love was not based on how I felt? Right. What you know, and it's God, not about you. You know, if you think right. about it, um, you know, if we hear what the world says all the time, you know, do what you love. You know, look, make sure that you're loving yourself and taking care of yourself. And yes, those things are important. But if you really read this in 1 Corinthians 13, it says love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind. It's an action. It's how we're treating others, not about how they're treating us or how we feel or how they feel. It is love is not rude. It's not self-seeking. You know, sometimes it seems hard to do those things, especially for somebody who doesn't you know, treat you very kind or isn't very loving. But the awesome part is, like you said, the best part of this verse, love never fails. So whether it feels like you can love them, we know we can because the Holy Spirit's given us the God kind of love on the inside of us. We can and we're commanded to. Right. So we're commanded to, we can, and it promises that love never fails. And so then if we're commanded to love, if it is the... Uh, the, the understanding that we know God is, is seen in our love. Jesus commanded it. 
uh, Romans 5, 5 says the Holy Spirit has poured it into our hearts. If all of those things are true, then not walking in love towards somebody isn't because we can't. Right. It's a deliberate decision to have an outward expression of an inward change. Something that you have on the inside of you that you express in your relationship or in your actions towards one towards another. It's about the other person as opposed to me. I think, right. I think we forget sometimes that uh, if I am walking in love towards you and you're walking in love towards me, we're drawing closer together. And drawing a, closer to God. As opposed to me trying to get you to walk in love towards me right. and you trying to get me to walk in love towards you. And I've that, tried that. It doesn't work very well. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason that love never fails is because no matter if the other person in the, the relationship is void of, uh, of any type of expression of the love that they have on the inside of them, as they move away from you, the love of God draws you to them and you continue to that, that pursuit in your actions and your mm -hmm. words, everything. And so at some point, because love never fails, it will change that situation, but our responsibility isn't to convince someone else to walk in love towards us. Right. Our responsibility is to walk in love towards the other person. Absolutely. And, you know, if God is love, and if we can get better acquainted and know God more, and that is our responsibility as Christians, because others will know we're Christians by our love, then this chapter is such an excellent resource because I use it a lot just to see hey, am I walking in love with this person? You know, I'm having some kind of issues. Am I being patient with them? Am I being kind? Am I reaching out to them to be kind and thoughtful? Um, am I, you know, maybe they're being rude to me. Am I being rude back to them or am I walking in love with them? And so this to me is a great mirror to see, am I looking like Jesus? Am I loving them like Jesus? Well, let's We'll call this our, this is our foundation for a beginning. We'll, we'll talk about love. We've got uh, lots of other things to share, but this will be our starting point. If you have been uh, either convinced that the world is the answer for love, or you know that uh, maybe your relationships are void of the love of God when they should be you should be responding differently. These things that we talked about uh, with you today will help you, encourage you to read over these scriptures again, make this your baseline, but determine that you're going to take the things that you're finding out about love and you're going to begin to allow the love of God that's on the inside of you, that you've been commanded uh, to, uh, uh, to love others, those things, and that you've been given uh, scriptures like First uh, Corinthians 13 to show you how to do that, right. that you're going to put those into practice in your life. Amen. Right? Uh -huh. So we'll come back again. We'll do this again. I, I, had, I had fun. I always I have fun talking time. to her. So uh, <laughs> you guys just got to hear the conversation. So would you, uh, would you pray us out? Sure. Let's believe God together that the things that we talked about today, they are seeds from the Word of God that they'll be planted into your heart and they'll begin to spring forth and cause new life and change in all of our hearts. Absolutely. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you that your word doesn't return void, but it accomplishes what you please in our lives and in the lives of others. We thank you, Lord, that love never fails. 
We thank you, Father, that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts and we can love like you. We just thank you, Lord, for your word. It brings us hope. It brings us healing. It brings us peace. It brings us comfort. And we just give you praise for that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you guys. I guess we'll see you next time. Amen.